Welcome to The Real Shady Shrinks. Before we jump into the episode, we want to remind you this podcast is just for entertainment purposes. We are not diagnosing or attempting to treat or cure any mental illness. If you're experiencing a mental health emergency, dial 911 or go to your nearest emergency department or crisis center. We hope you enjoy. Woot, woot. Hello. Good morning. Everyone, before we get started, I want you to sing happy, happy birthday oh, to no. our Dr. Matt. No. It is Ew. it is a beautiful day. It's March 17th. It is St. Matty's Day. Oh. oh. Well, happy listen. birthday to oh. you. Happy birthday. Yes, I love that Stevie Wonder version. <laughs> well, thank you, Lucy. I... I, I, there is something, well, since we, 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 we were talking a little bit about like narcissism and things last time, like there's, I guess my parents had programmed me from a very young age that the St. Patty's Day parade was for me. Yeah. They just, yeah. they just spelled it wrong to yeah. which my naive little cute itty bitty baby self said well this is dumb my favorite color is blue like what are they doing like you can have one mistake with spelling my name wrong but the color you, thing we've gone too far you yeah. were a narcissist from day one weren't you lucy I, I i i convinced you to start a podcast so we could hear our own voices i don't know how <laughs> like, like this should be a surprise it's so funny like over i think probably within the last uh, seven years i've like I'm not into my birthday. Oh, which is no. like, I don't like it. But <clears throat> I remember as a kid being like, oh my God, my birthday is next week. Hallelujah. Right. Like, I'm right. be awesome. And it's just, it's really not that exciting. No. And I, I remember too, like, as a kid being like, you know, being on born on St. Patty's Day, it's probably one of the most culturally appropriated holidays ever but still like you know at the same mm-hmm. time but like but it's like it's this idea of like drinking and green beer and mardi gras be it's essentially mardi gras honestly just without any purple or gold it's just yeah. all the green stuff at this point and um <laughs> and i remember being like as a kid like oh when i do 21 this is going to be great and a lot of my like my like older friends and like family were just sort of like for a few years it'll be great. And I was just sort of like, what does that mean? And then I'm like, no, like from 21 to 25, being born on St. Patrick's Day was like the best thing ever. Yeah. Um, and the 26th one, I was like, why are you all here? Leave the bar. <laughs> like I, this is like, you, you I don't want to wear green. I want to do my own thing. Get, yeah. get out of my space. And I'm very yeah. firmly there. I'm still firmly there. Well, I was born on the darkest day of the year. So um, yes. I've always been called like, Lucifer, Lucifer, Satan's, <laughs> yeah. uh, Satan, Satan spawn. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah. and I'm right before Christmas. So everyone's like, oh, do you get screwed out of Christmas? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I just, whatever. Just, get, just say it. I get double. <laughs> just no, it. I didn't get double. I No, I never got double. I got, I would get like one or two birthday presents. And then my mother went ham on Christmas. Oh, that's she crazy. was she my, she's psychotic with the presence on oh, is she? even as we're like 
adults, uh-huh. like it's like, like the whole, and we started, you know, obvi- then we buy each other gifts and then we buy each other multiple gifts. It's, it's disgusting. I mean, I remember it was two years ago. We had to like take a break for a while from opening gifts. And my mom's like, come on, let's keep going. Let's keep going. And so we made a rule this year, which she was pissed about. We're like, we're doing a Pollyanna and it's one gift for one person. Do right. not break this rule. And she's like, no, I don't think I'm doing it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I love you. Well, see, it's interesting. You say psychotic. I hear gift giving as a love language. So it's interesting, <laughs> like, you know, it's interesting how you can kind what of a beautiful reframe, reframe. What a beautiful what a reframe. Beautiful <laughs> reframe. So um, anyway, well, we're excited for St. Maddie's Day. Oh, thank and, you. And um, yeah, and I'm sure you're going to be getting bombarded with text messages. It's already started and I feel great, but I also feel very overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, it's very overwhelming. You have to respond to all of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's, and I, I, and it's just like, you know, and I'm working today. So like, I'm going to, you know, you know how it works. Like you're like gone for an hour and then I have like 10 minutes to like do the note and like fr- feverishly type all the thank yous back. And I'm just like, I know. this is going to be one of those days. It's one um, of those days. But uh-huh. So for the people that are out there, I mean, you won't hear about this until Monday. So maybe I'll get your response. Maybe I won't, but your thank you is coming. <laughs> just yes. so you know. Yeah. And to our folks worldwide. Yes. You know. Right. You know, this is. This is where it's at. This is where it's at. This is where it's at. This is where we're just as messy as you all and things too. But thank you, Lucy, for that wonderful, um, embarrassing little gesture towards me. Yes. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. Happy regular Friday to everyone out there. Happy, happy, happy Friday. Um, Well, we've got one last housewife franchise to get to. Right. We are done with Potomac and we are soon almost done with Miami. Um, you know, which, uh, wow. They are giving. It's a lot. It's, it's, oh, it's so good. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we also have some updates with the Scandaval. Yes. Well, I was going to say, I've been trying to catch up, but not as successful as you have been. I, for some delusional possibly narcissistic reason decided like I will start at season one and I will finish it all by the time no so then I I watched season one remembered why I stopped watching (laughs) and and then and then joined with season nine or ten or wherever at now okay okay I what I will say it could I mean I think season one is important so you get the foundation of Of relationships and yeah there, there were some like not so great seasons, but um, more so recently, but it's overall fairly, um, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's a hot mess in all the right ways. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, you know, we had another episode this week and it's um, the girls are kind of finishing up in Vegas and then they go on to Lake Havasu. So Allegedly, this was the episode where Rachel, mm-hmm. we're calling her Rachel by yeah, her, her given name, <laughs> um, allegedly. Um, <laughs> this is the episode that Rachel and Sandoval get close. This I learned from a podcast and I'll have to, I'll have to, can we link shit in our 
I can probably put in the description or something. Yeah, it should be fine. Yeah, because I have been listening to all of the podcasts about this, about this relationship. It is, it's kind of disgusting, but I mean, I can't get enough of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one podcast in particular, um, and it's, this girl is like, I don't know who she is, but she's Sheena's ride or die. And um, that's, that's all I care about. The fact that she has the inside scoop. Um, does, does Sheena know that she's a ride or die? Yes. <laughs> okay. yes. Okay. She does. She does. She does. She does. Um, so, and she, it was on her podcast with another friend of theirs um, who, who broke that it was actually you know, last, or Wednesday's night episode is when it all kind of started, which mm-hmm. I was under the assumption that when the season started, it was already ongoing, but I see or had started. So yeah, so that was insightful. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get some shit for saying this, but maybe not. But in this episode, you see Rachel, she gets really drunk and the three other girls that she's with Katie, Lala, and Christina Kelly, um, they're kind of like, she's annoying. Now, she said some, Rachel said some out-of-pocket shit while she was drunk. Um, But it just, it was very reminiscent of Mean Girls, not bullying, but just kind of, well, it's relational bullying. Um, And I felt bad for Rachel in this episode, but then I had to remind myself what's to come. Yeah. And, and then, yeah, and then we ha- saw her having a panic attack in the car, and that was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had to remember what happened. Um, <laughs> no, no one should ever have to go through a panic attack. Honestly, it's it is. It's rough. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. They're oh, horrendous. So, um, but yeah. So, uh, we'll try and link some really interesting podcasts. Um, that have can give you really more detailed information for all our viewers worldwide. Right. Um, <laughs> right. So, well, but it's been delightful. It's, I mean, it's, it's sickening. It's sickening in a, in like all the worst ways, but. But it's, it's here. It's here. Well, I, I think, I think for me, like I've been catching myself in the first few episodes of watching season 10 again, like feeling like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme where I think it's from Wolf of Wall Street where he's like sitting in the chair, he's got a tumbler of whiskey and he like he points at the TV. Like every time I see them get close for a hug, I'm like, ah, ah, like, you know, like I, I, <laughs> Oh, the red flags are all over. Yeah, like it's, it's very, but again, it, it colors the whole thing differently. Like totally. it, none of it lands the same. I've heard two, two kind of, I don't know, breaking news, but again, we have not fact-checked anything. We are amateur sleuths at best. Carmen San Diego is a better detective than we will ever be uh, in some ways, you know, but um, but I think we apparently Tom and Rachel had their first on-screen kiss that was filmed. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, we yes. will see that coming. Yes. Um, and apparently, have you heard Miss Teddy Mellencamp has joined the fray against Lisa Vanderpump have you heard about this um I have like no but I'm not surprised I guess what exactly did she say she said that For something about again, the kids the kids well is this a kids thing no she said that 
Lisa Vanderpump paid Rachel to have this affair <laughs> to boost ratings for Vanderpump Rules. Um, That's not real. Did she really say that? She Did said she, that. Was yeah, she being she's, funny? I don't know, but either way, is it funny? I mean, is is it a bad joke or is it a joke? You know, that's the thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, I did not. When did she say that? Was that on two teas in a pod? I believe so. I believe she was just sort of like, mm. yeah. and and I mean, well, Lisa obviously doesn't sell stories to Radar Online, so that's you know <laughs> that's besides the point. But um, but yeah, so it's but the scandal continues and. Um, We'll see yeah. how this season wraps up. I've, I've heard, and again, none of it's been confirmed, but I've seen a lot of like puff piece articles that, you know, it's hard to follow it all because some of it feels so far-fetched, some of it feels so fake, but, um, yeah. but we'll see how the story continues to unravel. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's definitely, you know, one thing that I heard and I think it was in a podcast was why are why is like the whole world and by whole world, I mean, people that just pay attention to Bravo. So outraged by this mm-hmm. compared to Jen Shaw. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, and first of all, Lucy, I would just like to say that yes, the Bravo verse is on fire, but people outside the Bravo verse are aware of the situation. Yes. I mean, CNN and New York times obviously covered this. Yes. I've had, I've had a few people in my family that have, given not verbal judgment but a good me facial judgment the fact that I have a podcast about this shit <laughs> like you know um been like I what's going on like you know so th- the world the world is aware but the you're world exactly is aware right of the scandal um but yeah and it, you know and I think maybe it was on bitch sesh that I heard this and one of them made a good point it was like Jen Shaw and like Erica and Tom Girardi, that stuff, that's like almost too real that like we don't want to touch it because it's too painful. And like this is like, I mean, I don't want to diminish anyone's emotions, but this is a, just a someone had an affair. This is not like life, life. will continue. Life will continue. Um, so I, I, you know, and I think it was one of them that said like, we just don't want to actually pay attention to like the real shit um it's just an interesting take and it's like yeah i'd rather pay attention to someone else's um relation relationship drama than you know kind of face the music of my own life (laughs) why do you you think we're therapists i I hear you more than my own exactly exactly um but no, but I, I, I agree with you. And I think I even asked you that question last week as well. Just like, so, because from your understanding, like, why is this, because people cheat on each other all the time, especially in Vanderbilt Rules. Like, they've, it's the most incestuous reality show probably out there. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. but it, it has, like, something. It has, taken has materialized it. out of oh, it, God. right? It's like, oh, God. And I finally watched the last episode of The Last of Us. So oh, that's kind of balancing out my... Oh God, that's substance a heavy one. Versus lack of substance. Oh my God. Oh, was that heavy? It was so good. Uh, was well, good. I, I want to talk with you all about that because I, I think there's probably three people on the planet that are Bravo washers and heavy video gamers. And I think I, those three people, 
you are my people come come to me flock to yeah. me because that's my thing um but we will definitely have to talk about last of us but we just oh okay so yes. many things so many anyway things. anyway yeah. so let's get back let's get to our wives i think we should start with miami three minutes yeah because i just watched it like 30 minutes ago Same. <laughs> um well we see andy scream interesting yeah keep going oh like over everybody like over all everyone mm-hmm. and then yeah. he called, and he told larsa that she says asshole things which was great he put her in her i i think she needed to hear, she didn't even hear it actually she just kept talking well can um, larsa hear anything anyone has to say about her i think that's part of the problem she so everyone who's listening basically they andy addresses the 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 argument that Larsa and Nicole had during the season where Larsa says to Nicole, well, I've heard you've slept with every doctor in your hospital. Nicole is an anesthesiologist. And that was a big problem for Nicole because she's like, you're like, this is my profession. Like this has serious implications. Right. And so whatever, Andy brings it up and Larsa basically doubles down and is like not willing to budge on that. It was not an appropriate thing. It wasn't appropriate to bring up on camera. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Well, I think, I think, and again, that was the the shot I think we all resonated with, but she's been doing that all season. She did it with Julia. She did it with Lisa, like at the very beginning and that like, honestly like andy said as well like the kind of stupidest fight to have about a mortgage (laughs) as well like like you know larsa i mean and again they they've all kind of swung back obviously you know i don't think i think from my memory julia was kind of the only one that didn't really have a like reaction from it like lisa kind of came back at larsa about like her apartment being something else obviously nicole did the mirror mirror shenanigans which will go down in infamy like you know they they all had their clapbacks essentially um yeah so yeah julia i like how julia she's like well i kind of lied um she didn't actually make out with this guy it's her it's her very dear friend yeah, who made the dress, which she looked great made in, I thought. Dress and she, w- I guess, gave him, like, a kiss on the lips. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. It's so European, I think, to kiss on Agreed, agreed. I, I, I don't know. I, so, for me, the one note that I had after this reunion is that the lines on the couches are getting drawn more and more as this reunion is going on. Yeah, the, it's a big, thick line. Yeah. yeah. Like the only one I think that kind of walks back and forth is Lisa, but that's mostly because Lisa is sort of not in any of the conflict with the other women. She's kind of doing her own thing. Like, you know, Lisa's been uh, kind of busy dealing with her own shit. And understandably so. She's through a lot. Um, Although I do think, well, are we including friends of in this line? Of course. Okay. I feel like Kiki could swing both ways but only really swings with Gertie and maybe Nicole fair, and fair. just not Adriana yeah just not exactly just not Adriana. Um, I, yeah well let me ask you because to get we're kind of hopping all over the place here first I try to go in my head like through the order of events that happened where did you come down to with the like Alexia outburst in the dressing rooms because oh that God. happened first because Alexia kind of Again, I think it started off sort of innocent, like trying to kind of level with Julia. 
I honestly, I love, I know Julia is not everybody's favorite, but I mm -hmm. think she is kind of a ray of light um, in this cast. She kind of mm -hmm. gives me a little bit of like kind of crystal vibes from Beverly Hills or like Yolanda. Like she's just, she's just that like, I'm, I'm here, I'm doing my thing. Like, yeah, can, but I, I really appreciate her and her trying to kind of keep the peace and be authentic with that stuff. Um, but Alexia just, again, I, it, she was like, just kept digging her own grave. Her and Larsa both, like the more they were talking, I was just like, you are losing me. You're like, you're just like, I'm, I'm struggling yeah. with all this. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. You know, Alexia had a, had a, actually apologized to Julia about making the comment about the Russian about prostitutes. The, right. Yeah. And kind of the insinuating that the best prostitutes. I was like, Oh boy. Um, and so she apologized on the couch and then we see behind the scenes, she goes into Julia's dressing room where Adriana is getting ready and actually, and, and like clarifies, listen, I'm really sorry if that hurt you, which I thought was lovely. Mm -hmm. And that's not, that's not, she's not good at that. She doesn't apologize for much. Yeah. But. And so Audrey isn't in the, is in the dressing room in like a different side getting ready, but she can hear everything. And I can't remember, was it that Alexia started bad mouthing Adriana and then Adriana heard, or did Adriana just like pipe in? I think Julia tried to bridge the gap with saying like, I appreciate your apology to me, but I think you need to acknowledge another part of the situation. And that's where Alexi kind of was like, no, no, I don't know her anything. Da, 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 da. Like, you know, and that's, and that's when Adriana kind of was like, I'm right here. Like, and that's yeah, where it kind okay, of, that's, that's, where that's it my went. memory, but I could be wrong. So, and yeah, she, she was just, yeah, I thought that, I thought that whole thing was just, she calls her the devil. Meanwhile, just if our, for our, all of our listeners, I actually saw Alexia in the flesh. <gasps> That's right. I was going to say, you have to, you saw, yes. Housewife in, in public. <laughs> I was in the airport. And as I was heading to my gate, I see this man that looks awfully familiar. Well, it comes to me. It's fucking Todd. It's her uh, husband. Todd. And literally right next to him is Miss Alexia. Wow. And she's got that blonde, long hair mm. and those dark brows she literally looked the same just with like no heavy makeup mm. it was mm -hmm. and I was like I, I I and it was just so quick happening mm -hmm. it's like oh my god that's her right. that I'm basically famous now <laughs> yeah. yeah you essentially you win. you win I mean I am a housewife you are by association because that's yeah. how it works if if they if you breathe the same air you be that's that's exactly how it goes well i have a breaking news question for you what did she look like a barracuda <laughs> did she resemble a barracuda fervently like, swimming through the airport yeah mm -hmm. a barracuda with very long hair mm -hmm. <laughs> there you go <laughs> oh my god man. Too funny. Man. anyway but back to the back to the show yeah so i thought that was I love that Bravo was doing the behind the scenes of getting ready because mm -hmm. because obviously stuff does go down like they all like try to they quote unquote hash it out on the couches but it's like girl you're not hashing uh, that out. No. you're gonna hold on a little bit longer right 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 so, yeah. yeah 
So that, yeah, I thought that was crazy. Um, yeah, I think Larsa for me was just like, she was just not getting it overhead at all. Anything that was being said, she was coming back harder and stronger unnecessarily. Well, I wouldn't even say it was stronger because she was making claims that have no merit. Um, I think I the one thing I said, and again, this is prepared because I can't help myself, but be kind of witty and quick is like, I think it's ironic that her fans are called larcenists because I think she really burned herself out on this couch. Like she just like, she couldn't really mm-hmm. like say, saying Nicole doesn't have a real job. Like, you what know. What the fuck did that mean? She's like, a she's an anesthesia all you do is put people to sleep like you know like oh my god like and jesus christ it it just it was you know there's there's fighting for the sake of fighting and then there's just throwing accusations because you think they'll hurt um but that's like you know for me it's like the idea of like usually when people react when they get their confidence hurt it's when you get you hit a spot that's raw or a nerve like Mm -hmm. if I were to say to you Lucy and again for everybody that doesn't know Lucy doesn't have blue hair but I say if I say I don't like your blue hair that doesn't mean anything to you because (laughs) because it's not true so saying she doesn't have a job is sort of like okay like you you know like there's nothing to grab onto yeah Um, it's it's she's it, it was just so ridiculous and then she was saying like you and your husband were calling me a, a home wrecker. Right. I forgot about that. And like, why does your husband have it out for me? And I, I guess last season, yeah. Lars had said that her, their son was born out of wedlock. Wedlock, Right. Well, they weren't, they still aren't married. They're engaged. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, but in the first season, Nicole was on, she was sort of and they gave her a lot of little pokes here and there about it. Like she was in this very happy relationship, but they just didn't want to get married. And everybody, you know, as housewives do, well, why? What's this about? Like, or you can't yeah. be that happy. Like, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but they were just in this committed relationship. They had a kid, but they weren't married. Um, and so Larsa, you know, did the what she did in that clip and just sort of, you know, well, you oh know, no, 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 no. That's that's like insinuating that she just screwed around with her now fiance just for right. shits and giggles and got pregnant. I mean, what, I don't know what the, what the goal is, but I think that's what Larsa has, has done is just, and that's what she's proving to do all season long is just like, I'm going to throw things out there. I don't care what happens. Like, you know, just like, there's no, there's no thought to it. And, um, and, and and just like the like I don't know so many so many things that she's been saying like all season long it's just like oh god stop like you know like I I used to have sex four times a night like you know like with who how do you your husband right how do you with, sleep yeah when when do you sleep like you know like I I, I don't know like it it's just it doesn't make that doesn't make sense to me no it's it's about as real as the allegations that her butt was manifested by her thoughts like you know it's just you you you, it doesn't it doesn't it just doesn't track like like I don't know I'm four times a night I'm kind of exhausted I'm kind of exhausted by her at this point I think the show needs her but personally I'm ready for her to like 
step step away. I think this reunion, she's really rubbed me the wrong way because she's she's just popping her, off all over the place. But yeah. Her and Alexia were just like again, they played their parts well and at the same time, like there was a ridiculousness to them. Yeah. Like and Alexia you know, not apologizing for not scrolling down on a document to try to prove that Adriana's boyfriend was right. married. Like right. she literally just had to move her fingers on her fucking phone. That was exactly. that. It just, and then to not apologize. It just, yeah, it was rough. It was yeah. rough. It was yeah. rough. I think I loved Kiki. Mm. But the, yeah, cold whoppers. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about her, her cold whopper, her boob slip. She's just, she's just fun. She's, she's fun. She grew on me a lot this season. In the beginning, I was kind of like, eh, but she's, I'm, I'm glad she's here. I'm glad she's here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, one, one more thing, and then we can move on unless there's other thoughts you have too, Lucy. No, like, no. I, I do want to kind of comment on the Julia um natalie oh my god her her husband her wife's name is escaping me right now um no oh, um 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 oh my god what, what yeah the fuck? right oh my god <laughs> oh that's terrible yes but her um look it up while i stall but oh my um, god, why she's a famous tenant why are we right um anyway i my heart really really martina. goes out martina, martina that's oh what it is thank god. you i kept on i was thinking like not Tina for some reason, but I couldn't really get into it. But um, I my heart like breaks for her because I, I, I that's a that's a terrible thing for a family to go through, and it's just you know, and to have kind of a double dose, you know, of the different types of cancer and everything like that, like it's terrible. just so much. Um, I thought it was really beautiful that she kind of gave voice to Nicole for being her anesthesiologist I was just like that's powerful like you know and and everything too. but again I think it really furthered the did like these four on this couch yeah these four on yeah. this couch like you know and like that's just where it's gonna sit and it's um, it's going to be interesting next season because when you have such a strong division line right it makes the show it makes it, it just, it, it's, it's a little difficult, I think. It can get stale. Well, I, I mean, again, I, I do think one season of a strong division line is not enough to break it. I think, um, I think the, the Miami women more so than some of the other, maybe because they're a little fresher on the scene where some of these other franchises have been around for years, you mm -hmm. know, um, I, I think Miami is flexible enough to kind of move that around. I think, honestly, I think Julia is a very compassionate person. And although she has her allegiances, can kind of move yeah. across both sides. I think Nicole can as well. Um, I think Ger Kiki, like you said. Um, Lisa. Lisa, like, I think there is room. I just think at the end of everything that happened this year, we're kind of like you clearly are the mean girls no you clearly are the mean girls like and that's just sort of where yeah. it's at but yeah. um, mm. but we'll see how well, the reunion concludes next week yeah very excited yeah new jersey new jersey let's do it yeah i don't really have too many thoughts but you go first <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
So we had the the softball charity event, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which was fun to watch. Just gonna see win. Yeah. Um. I guess. Oh, I guess the biggest thing was like more about Margaret. I what the fuck happened? I don't really know. It's a bit of a fluff episode. We just inevitable. They happen. Yeah. We actually. What was interesting was seeing Jennifer and Bill go to therapy, and that. That therapist looked like a classic analyst to me. Oh yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. god. I, old I, school I, as hell. Old school I meant as hell. To, I meant to Google her after, and I just know it's. <laughs> I just know her name's Dr. Judy. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I was listening to Danny Pellegrino, and he was just like giggling how like the therapist was like totally slumped in her chair, and. <laughs> It was just funny. It was just, it was just funny. But right. you know how I feel about seeing, we had two therapy sessions. We had, well, I saw, I saw a meme and it was like, Teresa and Jen did the two for one therapy group on. Um. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I, 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 I hate therapy on, on camera. I have a feeling this season is going to be a lot of therapy in New Jersey, just because it seems like it's, well, the one thing I, I'm happy for Teresa because I hope she can stay on this path because let's face it. I, and again, I, I loved in her confessionals when she was just like, yeah, I guess I wasn't really good with expressing my emotions. And then, and then it kind of does the like over the years, the table flip last year when she like pushed all the drinks in Margaret's chest, like, you know, and it's just sort of like, yeah, no shit, girl. Um, like, you know, but, um, <laughs> you know, um, but I also think Teresa has come out and said that she doesn't watch shows <laughs> so she doesn't oh. watch herself um so i guess if you're not watching you don't really know what you look like um, i mean being on a on a television show a reality television show is probably the strongest form of like self-reflection oh, if you watch it if you watch if you watch it if you watch it but i respect that it takes a lot of strength to do that because think back to our times in grad school we had to watch tapes of our professional actor selves and that was oh. cringy enough, let alone like our just authentic being kind it's of doing terrible. its thing. It's terrible. So. I hate watching myself and hearing myself. Yeah. Hearing hearing yourself is a particular cringe. Mm-hmm. It is, ugh, anyway. Yep, yep. absolutely. But yeah, so. I, so we did see some therapy happen mm-hmm. and yeah. Well, I think the one thing I appreciated was... Jennifer, Aiden, and Margaret, they're kind of talks. I think Jennifer was talking to her husband, Bill, about essentially how no one holds Margaret to task. Like, you know, like, this is ridiculous. Like, all these people were there and nobody talked to her, but I'm the bad guy, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. blah. Um, yeah. and, and at the same time, Jen Fessler was sitting with Margaret and was just sort of like, look, you lost it. <laughs> like, you yes. know. Um, I appreciated Jen Fessler with their, I mean, their iced coffees and the coffee mates and right. like i mean right. different flavors all over the table right. um i did appreciate jen fessler saying margaret yeah like this yeah. isn't you get your shit together yeah i love you and you looked like a cuckoo you looked yeah you didn't you didn't this didn't look good and again neither one of them came out of that argument looking great like you know um but but still, but I, I appreciate somebody that, because I think 
Margaret, Margaret can be a bit of a bully. Um, like she can push it too far sometimes. And she's admitted that in the past. So like she can push it. Um, yeah. So, and I do, I do think Jen may be right that a lot of people are kind of nervous to set Margaret off. Um, mm. and this, but I, but honestly, I think out of all of the franchises we have, I think that's true for pretty much any of the New Jersey women. Like, I think everybody is, you never know what you're going to get. Like, yeah, they're very quick. Um, mm -hmm. There's not a whole lot of like forethought as to like, well, what does that mean? What did you mean by that? Like, it's sort of just we're off to the races and it's yeah. done. Um, yeah. 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 So I also, what else happened in this episode? Well, there's one other thing I wanted to ask you about because I was, this kind of was, I was thinking about too. What did you think about Jennifer Aiden's sort of, reaction to learning Olivia That's wanted to was. get off of Broadway and become a couple ther or a love therapist I mean, she called it or whatever I mean I yeah I mean she, the fact that she's like oh I didn't know that like yeah that's a wake-up call mm -hmm. it just it that's that that's what it was the kids the ugh, it breaks my heart and yeah. this is I mean having children on a reality show is is just I don't know it changes it. Mm -hmm. It changes it. And then, and yeah, because this affair that Bill had years ago would not have come out, you know, had they, not. they weren't on the show. And, you know, I think we forget that, you know, the kids are the victims in all of this bullshit. Right. right. Um, so well, yeah. I, it was, it was very sad. It's, <laughs> she's funny that Olivia. Oh, oh my yeah. God. She oh, yeah. is nine going on 55. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. She's um, great. She's yeah. great. I would want her to be my therapist, my love therapist. Your love therapist. Exactly. No, I mean, I, I think for me, like, and again, it kind of came out when she first had the reaction at the baseball game. Um, I was kind of like, well, hang on a second. Like, this maybe doesn't have anything to do with the affair, the affair necessarily and has more to do with the fact that like you and Bill don't communicate as well as you would as she would like you to. But then at the couples therapist thing at the end, it was like, oh, she saw it on TikTok. So she didn't know about it. But like in the beginning, yeah. I thought there was like, are we kind of over assuming that like, oh, great, my daughter is aware of this situation and now thinks our relationship, you know what I mean? And yeah, um, and stuff as well. But I, I agree with you. It, it did break my heart because New Jersey is probably one of the more family-oriented housewives franchises out there. Yes. Where yeah. the kids and the husbands are almost equally involved in all of the things that are going on. Yeah. Um, and so it is sad to see somebody go through something like that. But um, I, I don't know. As as a as as therapist ourselves, I was kind of like, is that a bad thing? <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know, like I was just like, okay, well, I can I can get at an initial reaction being like, oh God, they know, you know, in some ways. But but I was just sort of like, is it is that a bad is that a bad living? No. Definitely, definitely not. Right. You might, you're not gonna be making six figures. You're not gonna be Broadway actress style money, that's for sure. But sure. you know, you'll you'll well not you'll six live. figures, you know, right away. Right. You'll live. You no. Know. You'll live. You'll get through it. But uh, what did you it's coming to me now. What did you think about 
Frank uh-huh. telling Dolores that he misses her and, you know, that, you know, that he misses their dynamic as a divorced a couple that are still close for the sake of their family and their kids. And now, you know, uh, Dolores is now dating Polly. Polly mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I, I love Frank. I think Frank is like, he's funny. He's, he's so he, he is like adorable to me. Like, you know, he's just <laughs> like, um, like, you know, and, um, but I think, Although I can appreciate that he's hurt, I think Dolores needs to do what she needs to do. And this is like, you know, like, it's a shame, but the, 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 we had to get off the train at some point. Yeah. And not to say the train is gone or like blown up, but it's just, it's going to look a little different. And that's up to Dolores and her new relationship to sort of be like, look, like, I know this is not easy, but I have to do what I have to do with the new the new situation um that's kind of my take on it but yeah as I think back on the scene and this might have not happened but this is the feeling I have is that like the her other the other cast members were kind of like on not Frank's side but like oh Frank misses you it's like can someone maybe just like tell Frank like dude you guys aren't married you have a girlfriend this is her new guy now like right like it's okay like like just boundaries boundaries right Right. no one oh god boundaries yeah the 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 thruple thing isn't what they're looking for and that's kind of what they've had for a while to be honest how is frank's girlfriend uh, like okay with this dynamic i i hear you but but to be fair a lot of dolores's exes were somewhat okay with the dynamic too like you know so like they kind of worked with it I think Polly so far has been the only one that's been kind of like, no, like we're not going to do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, a yeah. few of them have questioned it, but like, it's never really been a like hard. Yeah. Like, no, like, you know, do where we, Polly it is. Do we think that Frank is still in love with Dolores? I, Probably. I can speculate that. Yeah. I mean, I think, well, I, I mean, let's face it. I can't imagine. Cause for me, when I think about like a divorce and a breakup, although it's hard where you really do your healing is when you are kind of completely separate from each mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine how complicated that must have been to like, essentially, like Dolores said, have a divorce. But the only thing that really changed was the intimacy level. Like, you know, like everything yeah. else kind of stayed the same. Like that has to be so confusing for both of them. It sounds like Dolores it was a little more firm. Um, yeah. But I can imagine for Frank, it was still very buddy, you know, in yeah. some ways too. But yeah. Yeah. So overall, I think next week we're going to the Jersey Shore. I believe so. I believe so. Okay. And it uh and it seems like Danielle is uh still have the new girls. Still have the new girls. Oh, Rachel's Danielle is definitely a standout, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um I think Rachel would stand out more if Danielle wasn't there. Like, you know, I think Danielle casts a big shadow as like the new cast member kind of piece, right? Um, I mean, with that blonde hair, how could you not? Mm-hmm. Well, oh my well, but even personality, like, you, you know, oh, like yeah. she's just, yeah. But her hair in and of itself is a personality. <laughs> I mean, like it is, she is just, I mean, I love her. I think she's great. I, I love, she's 
she's hysterical. I, I love her. Agreed. So. Yeah. All right. Any Closing other remarks? Questions? Yeah. I don't I, think so. I don't no, think so. Kind of like yeah. a, eh. kind of filler. Kind of filler. Another, That's okay. They filler. happen. They it, happen. It, yeah. They're necessary. They're necessary. Mm-hmm. Not every game has a good quarter. It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shall we talk about anger? We should. So that's that's transition into our, and we wanted to do this last week, but um, you know Tom Sandoval had other plans for us, so we lost the plot a little bit. But yeah, so we're gonna talk a little bit just about like the emotion of anger and like where it all comes from and what we see and stuff like that too. Do you want to start loose? Do you want me to? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll start off with the APA's definition of anger. <laughs> I'll be the definition gal in this segment. Okay, good. Anger is an emotion characterized by antagonism towards someone or something you feel has deliberately done you wrong. Right, right. Yeah, I I think for me, and this is something I like, (laughs) since we just got off New Jersey and me having Italian Sicilian roots, like it's funny how, one can normalize what anger looks like. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like mm-hmm. um, and I don't know, Lucy, you've never really seen it, but like families, we can we can pop off and then nothing happened. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, like it's just sort of like, wait, what do you mean? Nothing that didn't happen. Um, and that's sort of like our air quote normal. I'm not gonna say healthy, but I'm gonna say normal <laughs> expression yes. of of how we kind of express anger. But you know, in clinical work and things like, I think anger is usually a reactionary emotion, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not something that's usually kind of happens first. There's usually a split second or two of like either hurt, fear even, and I would even argue like shame, like yeah. feeling like embarrassed or humiliated or put on the spot. And usually that's the spot that gets lost in the flow because then you this bigger defensive force kind of takes over and lashes out in front of you and guards that more vulnerable emotions underneath in some ways yeah yeah it's funny you know one thing that i've noticed throughout the my experiences and doing therapy Uh people in general, I have found really hesitate to express anger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like it always, and I think I brought this up um, the other week, you know, there's these fluff words, frustrated, mm-hmm. annoyed. It's like irritated. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. You were angry. Mm-hmm. You got angry. It's a good point. And I'll, I'll, you know, sometimes I reflect that back and, and people like, no, no, I wasn't angry. (laughs) Dude, I'm getting angry for you. Right. 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 Um, so why do you think anger is such a, a no, no for, for a lot of people? Oh, that's a good question. Anecdotally. Anecdotally. Yeah. This is not, this is not clinical. Right. Um, it's a good question. It's it's not clinically based or research per se. This is just our opinions and. If I, if I had to give an answer, I think it's because we live in a world where you don't directly communicate with anybody anymore. 
Like this is very true. Like, you know, you to me, anger and angry expression is something you say to the person that has offended you or wronged you, like you said in your definition. Like it's not a tweet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not a um I think and again, anecdotally completely, but I think we are living in the rise of passive aggression. Um mm-hmm. and you know, and and that's here nor there, you know, but I, I think that's what's changing is that, you know, I don't get to feel angry because, and I say this with respect, I go to my therapist and I tell him how pissed off I am about, about what my mom or dad is doing, as opposed to talking with my mom or dad about what they're doing. Like, you know, it's, um, yeah. or like, just tweeting it. Right. Right. Or, or, or okay. texting it or, or something along those lines. Like, I think that's where it's shifting if I had to give an answer, but I have no idea. But. Yeah. 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 I think, I mean, definitely a lot is like how you were brought up to express emotion in general, whether it be anger, sadness, whatever. Um, and then we have to think, and that's, you know, definitely cultural, but then we also have to think kind of more societally based and like the larger culture like how that plays in and now you know we're attached to our phones and everything's on the internet and you know whatnot so I think you're right that that definitely plays a role in people of like not owning anger they can own it from like a distance right they can get frustrated they can get irritated but they're not gonna like fully let the the sort of and again not the bad but even tapping into like something beyond anger, like rage or, 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 you know, are just feeling almost wrathful at times. Like, yeah, obviously rage and wrath and stuff like that is like a scary kind of feeling. Cause usually to me, there's a lack of control there. Like, you mm-hmm. know, um, yeah. but it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Like, you know, you it yeah. just, you know, we've, we've all been there and, um, and uh, anger can be, a good thing. I, I mean, it is a good thing. It's not, I mean, it's, it, it's only it's bad something to fear, you, right? Yeah. It's, it's only gets bad. Like if you can't control it and then you, you know, fly off the deep end, but right. you know, it's a way it, it pushes us to, to, to do things and try different things that, that are going to work better for us. Um, right. It's right. a way to kind of problem solve in a different way or you know it's yeah it's it's not a bad emotion i Mm -hmm. when i get angry man well well i i think and again this is going to sound like the most shrinky crap i'll ever say on this podcast but like i don't think an emotion is bad like you know that is definitely the most shrinky thing (laughs) i don't think an emotion is bad how you can express it is where it gets a little yeah, yeah it, gets totally. a little, it gets a little sideways and um but yeah but I, I mean I think for me too whenever I'm working with relationships or couples or families or whatever like helping people to dial into that hurt that fear that shame and like getting them to speak from that place but I, I but again I think it's important to say look I got really angry and I was angry because mm-hmm. I felt hurt mm-hmm. I felt scared it's I felt ashamed Right. what's underneath that that anger right alone. you need to you need to address both sides of the equation and i think sometimes for some well and i would and i would argue too anger this is another kind of a side based on like why people are less angry 
we also live in a world where where we literally watch people on TV, sometimes scripted, sometimes not scripted, get angry in ridiculous ways and yes. get embarrassed for it. Like, you know, so I'm sure there is a, not to say like, that's what we're all looking for, but I mean, look, my TikTok is filled with, I'll just own it. Those like Karen crap videos of like, you know, of like, of just of these like out of control situations, ask for the manager, yada, yada, yada. Like, and I think that has also kind of stigmatized the idea of like, there's no middle ground. Like anger is this, and therefore yeah. I don't want any part of that. So I just won't address it. I don't know yeah. if that makes any sort of sense, but yeah. 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 No, it's, um, no, it does. Mm-hmm. Oh God. The, the angry Karens. Yeah. Right. Angry right. Karens. Yeah. Well, one, one last point too. I think out of all the emotions that we have, considering mm-hmm. anger is usually more of a reaction mm-hmm. as opposed to a first feeling, right? In some way. Um, I think anger is also the feeling that's most trained out of all of us. Like we learn it mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. people around us. We see how they express anger and we go, okay, this must be how you let that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, you know, if it can be learned, it can also be changed. Right. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, and um, I think that's important because I think a lot of people think, well, this has always always done it. So this is where it always will be. And that's not, I don't buy no. that. And I think Teresa is a testament of that. Is is a testament of that. Like so, so far. We'll see how the season goes. Yes. <laughs> so yes. far. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, birthday boy, any oh. final thoughts? Um, I don't think so. Anything for you? No, no. I, I think I, I think we've said it all. We've mentioned it all. We've mentioned, mentioned it all. It all. <laughs> God all bless. Right. God bless. God bless us, everyone. Well, listen, everybody. Have a fantastic St. Patrick's Day, St. Patrick's Day, whatever. Drink green beer. Drink blue beer. Drink no beer. Do your thing. Um, you. And we will catch you all next week. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.